Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is How Do You, a monthly series where we hear from real women sharing how they are working on their progress with their identity, habits, and fulfillment. We are coming up on a huge personal anniversary for myself. Seven years ago at this time is when I was looking at my life and realizing that I was tired of feeling stuck on the sidelines of my own life. And I realized that fear had been holding me back a lot, mostly fear of imperfection, fear of failure. And in order to move past that fear, and in order to find myself again, I knew that I had to do things that scared me. To help me do that, I created a list that we now know as the do something list. It was to help remind myself to do something, not nothing, and to do something that scared me. And that be the point and that be the only purpose. And that list of 30 things all before I turned 30 years old, that changed my life completely. And it was less about the things I did. And it was more about the confidence and sense of self that I gained along the way. Today, I'm so excited to be sharing a how do you episode with you from a woman named Michelle Cox. Michelle 
similarly realized that she was on the sidelines and wasn't trying in her life. And she wanted to show her growing kids what it was like to have more courage and what it was like to fail at things, not be good at things and continue going anyway. She was also inspired by what they were doing and her desire to do the same similar things. So today's How Do You episode is all about us hearing from another woman in this community who has a similar experience and has some wisdom to share with you about how you can do things that scare you and to do so in ways that will help honestly change your life too. Michelle, it's so good to have you here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. How about you give us a quick introduction? All right. I am Michelle Cox. I have been married to my best friend for 25 years. Not that it's been easy (laughs) and it's been a fun ride. I have four kiddos. My kids are now pretty much grown. So I've got a 23, 21, 19 and 17 year old. So we do have one holding on at the end, but I love the outdoors and I love to try new things. I haven't always loved to try new things and it just really stay busy with the ups and downs of everyday life. It's interesting that you are starting this by saying this is not a natural thing for you to do things that scare you, to try new things. Can you give us a little bit of background on how that transition happened? Like what's the setting that led to you deciding now's the time I'm going to start trying things and do things that scare me? For sure. I think as a, I was thinking back and as a teenager, I think I've always had a big dreamer piece to me, right? Mm -hmm. I always wanted to do cool things. However, I didn't have the resources or even know how to act on them. But when I went away to college, I started to kind of follow through on some things so much so that when we got engaged, um, I had a bucket list. I was certain my life was going to end, I guess. I guess I thought (laughs) it was going to end when I got married. So I had a a bucket list of things that had to be done before we could actually get engaged. And my sweet husband now just kind of helped me go through those items on my list. And what happened is I found that I wasn't actually that great of an adventurer. I (laughs) bumped and bruised, you know, he even helped me get a, a mountain bike. Here's an example, one Christmas. And our first trip out, I went zooming down that hill and he was so excited because he loved mountain biking. And I went right over the handlebars into a desert bush, got all scraped up. And that was the end of our (laughs) mountain biking adventures for a little bit. And so as I had kids, just like life does, it kind of bumps you around a little bit. I became more and more anxious and I Mm -hmm. stopped trying so many things. And then as my kids began to grow and I watched them, I realized, oh, I want to empower them, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want them growing up with that voice of, I can't, for like creating. I would never say I was creative because my things never turned out right. And so I wouldn't try anymore because I could never get them to look like Pinterest or like my mom's or. Yeah. So I just stopped. But as my kids started creating, I started just empowering them. And as I watched them and how free they were and how, how much joy they found in making something out of nothing that wasn't perfect. I, I began to get a little bit more courageous. So my daughter is a naturally gifted artist and I always, 
all of my bumps and bruises led me to believe that these were have or have not skills. You could draw, you couldn't draw, you could ride a mountain bike, you couldn't ride a mountain bike, right? Like it was just predetermined and I didn't have those skills. But as I began watching those kiddos grow, I began understanding the process of learning and small steps. And slowly, because I didn't want to tell them they couldn't, I started to dive in with them. And I was terrified. I was terrified because I didn't know how to do some of the things, but I didn't want them to know that they couldn't. So I was like, we can do this. We can do this. Let's go. Let's try this. And we started doing things together. Well, so tell me a little bit more about that. I'm fascinated about what things you were trying and were you doing like literally alongside them, like in the same kind of setting or were you doing it on your own, but the same kind of activity? I would say both. So the one that comes to my mind is with my daughter drawing. I would watch her draw and I watched how she, I began watching how she broke down the shapes and it was very instinctive to her. So then I would just grab my pad of paper and start trying to see the world as she saw it. Mm. As I started to see the world in shapes, am I a brilliant artist? No, but that opened up my curiosity enough And as she began learning and taking classes, I thought, well, why wouldn't I take a class? I, I can do that. And so I would, I found my own class to take. And I started with an online class that actually wasn't even drawing. It was mixed media. It was Kelly Ray Roberts, who just does beautiful. She combines words and art. And so that online class, it spoke to two things I loved and I didn't ever have to get it right. So when I let go of getting it right, I started taking classes Um, with my kids. I have a kiddo who loves to rock climb. So we started rock climbing in the gym together. Oh, so fun. And then he moved outside and was like, okay, are you coming with me? And I'm like, I'm coming with you. I'm putting my life in the hands now of my child because I don't have (laughs) to He had taken the classes. I hadn't. Then we moved outside with him. And so it's been, I would say it's been a combination of both. But through the process, what I have learned is that all of those, every single one of those have not skills, things that I believed I couldn't do, I totally can. Hmm. And I don't do them perfectly and I don't, but they bring me so much joy that now it's like, okay, if I feel that little feeling in my heart and I... I start to research it and I find myself going down rabbit holes that I'm like, no, you got to Like, you got to take one tiny step just, and that was the beauty of starting with kids, right? Yeah. Took small steps. It wasn't this leap into this anxious world of overwhelm. It was just one thing. That's what I love about that. I didn't know how to teach them. So we would get somebody else to come. And then like, I'm afraid of sharks, deathly afraid of sharks. But if we surf and there's a surf instructor there, for some reason, I feel completely calm. Like no sharks can get me if there's a a surf instructor (laughs) there. So I'll do it. But without that, on a regular day, I'm probably not going to go in the water with my kids. So I've given myself permission to just do it all sorts of ways. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that you're giving us options. Also, I love that you are taking seeing your kids do new things, not as a more proof that you can't instead of 
wow, I actually could, because I can see how they're doing it and the process of what it looks like. And that I actually could do that Uh, of the skills that you tried. Do you have any favorites you'd like to share with us? And then we'll get more into how women can learn from you. Yeah. I, I do love rock climbing. I love rock climbing and it's still hard for me. And it's, there are times there's certain aspects of it that scare me and terrify me when my kids go out without me, but I love feeling the earth. I love being connected to the earth. I love hiking. And so that has, and it's something that all ages and, uh, and abilities can do together. So that's been really a gift for our family. But I think the other thing that I've loved is that I've learned that living big and adventuring, it's not just the outdoor stuff. So I've taken that that's an easy area for my family, but I've taken all of that into my heart Mm. and now I'll try other things. And so it's like adventuring is now, it means so much more to me. So it's part of more of who you are. Yes. Yes. And I would call myself a creator now. I never Mm. would have called myself a creator, Mm. but creating is something that fills my soul. It, that, you know, those ideas that just spark in your head, they're actually more fun if you listen to them. What a concept, right? I'm really connecting with this. This is a big part of my identity that I brought back. In fact, um, for a long time, I thought I was not creative, mm. but getting into this do something mindset, doing things that scared me, it, it created that trickle down effect of more confidence. Like you talked about, regardless of the outcomes. And with that, a coming home to self. And and now like my identity statement, it starts with that. I'm a creator. I can see it. And I love seeing that in you. You can see the spark in your eyes. I, so now let's talk to the women who are like, I want to do this. I want to do more things that scare me. This is us asking the main question now. So with all the advice and the, ex- the experience that you've been able to glean over the years of doing this, and how many years would you say, actually, that's one of my I would say it's really been in the last five years Uh in the life for me. Okay. So over the past five years, how would you answer this question? How do you do things that scare you? Really small. Start with the small, safe step. Mm. And I think that first step for me was believing that if I wanted to, I could. Hmm. I didn't have to. I wasn't committed but if I wanted to, I could find a way. Yeah. And that, that first step was really important for me. And then I think the next thing was being willing to ask for support and help. Yeah. I don't have to do it on my own. I can ask that support might be an instructor. It might be somebody that I love. It might be a friend. You know, some of the most terrifying phone calls were to neighbors I, an artist. And I said, I want to learn how to draw. And I, I want to do it with somebody who, who won't make me feel stupid, who uh. will laugh at me if I'm not good at it. And it was being, having that 30 seconds of courage yeah, not to do something wild, but to be brave and vulnerable and admit that you wanted to try something. You know, it seems so simple, but I think that's where a lot of us get stuck is just being brave enough to admit, I want that. Mm-hmm. And instead we might go more to the judgment 
kind of piece where we're feeling judgmental of other people doing it weirdly. Like we can get jealous too, resentful. So yeah, have the courage to just admit you want it. That's beautiful. Is there anything else? I also think that the break it down, break it down to a process and acknowledge, I think being willing to cheer yourself on wherever you're at in the process Mm. And, and surfing and mountain biking are good ones for me because I'm not strong in those areas. And I will, and actually what gave me the courage to do mountain biking again was being in park city and we were hiking. And all of a sudden I realized that all the ladies zooming past me on their bikes were like over 70. Hmm. I thought, wait a minute. Hmm. If they can do this, maybe I can too. And it's because my mind had a picture of what mountain biking needed to look like. And I couldn't do that picture. I didn't want to do that picture. However, I could do granny mountain biking or flatlander mountain biking, rolling hill mountain biking. and, And that's a safe place to start. So breaking it into a process and realizing that you can be in the granny phase or the preschool phase. And that is still adventuring, right? Anything Mm. new to us can be a wild adventure. Oh, this is so fun. I'm loving this. I, I would like to know if there's one thing you could do differently. If you were to go back in time, what would that be? I would be a whole lot nicer to myself. Like I told myself I couldn't for so long and I wish I could go back and say yes. And I do remember this, even as a college student, there was an opportunity presented to me and I was too scared to do it alone Mm -hmm. and I couldn't see a way through it. And that happened actually several times in college. Mm -hmm. And I think I would go back to that young girl and just wrap my arms around her and say, you don't have to get it right. And it's okay to be scared. Like it's totally okay to be scared here. That's normal. And we're going to figure this out together because I just spent too much time judging myself and being so hard on myself for the things I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. So maybe even giving myself permission to maybe not do it today, but want to do it and let that be enough. My final question for you, Michelle, is what has been the biggest benefit you have found in adopting this mindset and the actions that have followed from it? Feels like a huge question. Mm -hmm. The connection that I have, I think it started with my kids and it's allowed me to get to know my kids in a different way and in a playful, non-managerial way and to trust them in their strengths when those were my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I would say that leads right into that process has increased the trust I have in myself because it started with them by watching them and that benefit came through connecting with them. But like you said, it's a returning home. Mm -hmm. Like I know myself better. I, I have more fun by myself and And I can trust that if something is whispering in my heart and I want to do it, that that has value. I don't have to sacrifice that for everybody else in my life. I've loved every moment of this, Michelle. 
truly. You've affirmed so much in me, not only my own experience, we we have a lot of commonality there and in, in what this mindset can do overall in the big picture, but also just affirming as a mom what I what I want to instill in my kids and the relationships I want to have through them and just modeling this and doing it alongside them, um, which is really healing, I think, too, in, in so many ways. So this has been beautiful for those who are listening and wanting to start more, follow Michelle's advice for sure, but also consider uh, creating a do something list this year. And we'll have resources linked in, in the notes of this episode, Michelle, I I know you also are online. So can you tell people where to find you? If they're like, I want to, I want to connect more with, with Michelle. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at build family connection, no S on the end. Everybody always wants to add an S. So build connection. And I love to support families in building their relationships without losing their minds and without all the extra stress and worry. Oh yeah, we all need that. (laughs) This was fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Michelle. Thank you. I've loved being here with you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.